This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. You guys will love the Find Your People study guide that has streaming video and just goes even deeper into the scripture and the topics that Jenny talks about in the book. The Find Your People Bible study is available now at all retailers. Guys, we are coming to the close of this season, and I just want to say thank you so much for being incredibly supportive of this project, being a part of this community. We are just overwhelmed with how many of you listen every week. It is truly mind-blowing. I think we're like at 1.3 million downloads a month. You guys are crazy. You're out there, and we're so, so grateful. And I want to say also that the book and and all of you supporting that. It's just been so fun for me, not only to see all your pictures with the book and your pictures from stores and Target and and then also the beach. Y'all are sending me pictures of the cute yellow cover with blue water. It's making me happy. You're also sending me pictures of your book clubs and it is the best thing. In fact, Chloe and I will text pictures of you all meeting with your little groups, and it is our very favorite. So this was meant to do more than just teach you how to find your people. It was meant to be a tool that would actually bring your people around it, and y'all could dream together of how to do life in a deeper way. And so I thank you, thank you, thank you for doing this with your friends. Guys, it's almost summertime. We are weeks away from summer, and this is the perfect, a lot of you are doing this, perfect summer book club. So gather your friends. If you haven't yet, you can go back through and listen to all the weeks of the podcast and just do it with your friends over the summer and imagine for the fall what it would look like to do life together in a deeper way. The book club guide is free. You can go download it right now at JennyAllen.com, J-E-N-N-I-E-A-L-L-E-N.com. And it has all the charts where you can actually write on them and fill them out. And it just gives you a lot of space to to work with, but it also gives you a plan to do the book club throughout the summer. So go gather your people, download the guide for free, go to Jenny Allen, J-E-N-N-I-E-A-L-L-E-N.com. But today we are talking about a very important chapter. In fact, this chapter may be a future book one day. This chapter may be a future season, a podcast season one day, because I had so much more to say about every single subject we're going to talk about today that I could do a whole other book on it, but I had to mention these things because what I'm going to talk about are the traps to friendship because we all know that once we get our friends, we have to keep our friends. And so what does it look like to stay close and to be in a deep, rich community? It looks like avoiding the traps that the enemy sets for us that often derail healthy, great friendships. So many of you are camped out in this chapter because this chapter is the place that has been the reason that you can't keep the good friends that maybe you have. And so I want to walk through what I think are seven traps that can happen in your relationships once you have them. So (laughs) in fact, when I think I've mentioned this before, but if I haven't, when I got to this chapter I realized when I was writing, oh my goodness, my book is already too long. In fact, it has been massively edited from what I turned in originally. But when I got to this part, I was like, oh gosh, I don't have enough room 
or word count left to deal with what I think are some of the biggest enemies to friendship. So this chapter is, and I, I actually asked my publisher, I was like, can I just keep writing and, and write a whole nother book? And then we publish that. And I was crazy because I was exhausted. So I stopped pretty quickly into that process. But this chapter matters. So we're going to cover these seven traps really quickly. Number one. So you've got your friends. And the first thing, and we have addressed this one a little bit, the trap of codependency. Many of you know what this feels like. You have that friend that you're so grateful to finally have, but your expectations are wildly larger than hers or his. And you have put a lot of hope and expectations on a friendship that that consistently fails you. And let me just say, relationships always go wrong when God is not in the center. When you have a disproportionate expectation of a friend to meet needs for you, to fill your cup, to provide emotional support for you in ways that go beyond their capacity, let me just tell you, you are going to be disappointed every time. And in fact, you're going to drain that friendship. Instead of it being a life-giving friendship, it's going to be a draining friendship to you and to them because you're going to always be disappointed and they're going to always feel like it's not life-giving because you're disappointed in them. And so it's good to just have really candid conversations about that to say, you know what, this has been a friendship that I have, I've probably put unfair expectations on you and I'm working on that. However, as you put that friendship in its proper place and and don't expect them to be a God in your life, hopefully that friendship can heal and be right. However, there may be too much damage. And again, there are times where either a break from a friend and some space or perhaps even the end of a friendship might be necessary. Guys, I am not saying you hold on to every friend you have for the rest of your life. That's not realistic. And there are times that friendships go different directions, and that's a good thing. But just be careful and notice. Right in the book on page 205, one sign is that you consistently feel discouraged and disappointed by the person. When you have an extreme reaction to something, you need to pay attention because it's probably evidence of something or someone you've made into an idol. And I think that's a good test of, wow, are you just constantly up and down with a friend and you feel always disappointed by them? That is probably a sign that you have put too much expectation and dependency on a person instead of God. Number two, the trap of independence. And we know we've talked a lot about this one as well. It is the place where we think we can do it on our own. We can we think we can work through that problem on our own. We think we can solve this issue. We think we don't need people. Even this week, my husband and I got in a fight, which we actually don't get in a ton of fights like we used to. We've done a lot of counseling and we are really good friends and we just, we're pretty laid back about life and we just don't fight a lot currently in our marriage. And so we got in a pretty good fight and I, you know, my tendency is not to bring people in. However, his is. And so he told the small group, which led to the girls in our small group reaching out to me. And this morning I went on a walk with a friend and we kind of debriefed the fight And it is just not my tendency to bring people into a marital dispute. I'm like, let's just work it out. Um, And we had, and we did. And so when I'm on a Saturday morning walk with a friend, again, addressing this, it's not the most fun, but the reality is it's so helpful. And she asked me questions that I needed to be asked. And she made me think about things that I hadn't thought of. And I actually came home from the walk so encouraged and feeling like, okay, I know what the next steps are with Zach and I know why we got into that fight and I processed it. It is not my tendency, but it is so, 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 so helpful. 
And so I would encourage you to bring people even in on your marriage and the things you're processing and fighting over. Number three, the trap of busyness. Are you busy? Great. Bring people along with you. This is one of the biggest traps is so many of you have written and said, oh, I'm just too busy for this. I don't think uh, this is a reality for my life right now. I have young kids or I'm single and I work and travel a lot or I am a military wife and I just I can't seem to hang on to friends long distance. Whatever it is, this is a trap that will get you. And so do not be afraid to bring friendships into your crazy. Like just say, come with me. Come run errands with me today. Come on a walk. I need to go on a walk. Let's let's get outdoors. You know, just do the things you need to do, but do it with people. The trap of gossip. This is one that, oh, y'all, it is so bad. I don't know why this is so hard for people, but it, it, it really is. I do not struggle with this because of the story I told in the book, and you can go read it. I It just cured me of it. I was like, I, I don't ever want to gossip about anyone ever. I My friends joke with me, if they are even talking, they're not even talking bad about someone. They're just talking about someone. I'm uncomfortable. I'm squirming. And they know this about me. But for so many people, this is second nature. You just talk about your friends. And, and you don't even think you're like, you know what, this is processing what they're struggling with or you know, you, you might justify it for some reason. And let me just say, this is destroying the safety of your friendships. You will never have safe, comfortable, life-giving friendships if you are a gossip or if you let it happen in your group. And so let me just say what you need to do. If that is your group of friends, if you're like, you know what? I do have my people and I enjoy them, but they are gossips then you've got to put it out. You've got to put it out. Send them this podcast right now and say, okay, we're going to listen to this and then we're going to make a plan. And what you're going to do is you're going to set down some ground rules. You're going to say, listen, I don't think relationships work well without ground rules. I think all relationships require them. We constantly are reminding our kids of the ground rules of our house. We we have very strict rules about the way we speak to each other, about the way we talk about each other. We have no um, tolerance for this house not feeling like a safe place. And the same needs to be true of our friendships. We just don't put up with it. And I know for some of you, you're younger, you're listening, you're in high school, you're in college, and you're thinking to yourself, how would I ever approach my friends with this? Be brave. And honestly, they will appreciate it because everybody knows that if they're gossiping about other people with you, they're gossiping about you when you're not there. And that's not a safe friendship for them either. So set some ground rules. Say, we're not going to do this anymore. And we're going to remind each other when we get off track and we're just going to change the subject and we're going to find other things to talk about than other people. Guys, that is not life-giving. You're not growing. You're not having fun. It's it's sucking the life out of your friendships. Stop it. <laughs> I don't have a lot more to say about that. Stop it. If you are enjoying following along with us as we read Find Your People and you want to dive deeper, then we know that you guys will love the Find Your People study guide that has streaming video and just goes even deeper into the scripture and the topics that Jenny talks about in the book. What we always recommend is that you start with the book, do the book club kit with us, go along that journey through the book, and then when you're done with the book club, do the Bible study. It's actually two different resources, but they go together. And it really is a whole experience that your group can do, you can do individually, that can help you build deep community in a really, really lonely world. The Find Your People Bible Study is available now at all retailers. 
Next one, trap of comparison. Oh, and this is such a sneaky one. This is something that's not so obvious. And many of you probably struggle with this and you don't tell other people that you're struggling with it. But let me just say this. This one is one that you've got to fight in yourself and you've got to be honest and and say, hey, this is something I'm struggling with because the more you keep it inside, the bigger it grows. The enemy loves the darkness. And so if you keep that comparison that you're struggling with, that envy, jealousy, whatever inside, it's going to eat you up. You've got to say it out loud to somebody. And you may or may not need to say it to that friend, but you need to say it to somebody and and then pray about it and fight it in your mind. And this is where get out of your head comes in really handy. That is how you fight the enemy. You use the weapons that he's given you, the spirit of God, the word of God, and the people of God. And you fight your sin because this will, this will make, you know what this one does is this one causes you to not enjoy people. This one causes you to not celebrate other people. And so you feel instead of enjoying the friendship, you come home discouraged and left out and feeling like you don't measure up or you don't have what they have. It steals the joy of it. And then the next one is the trap of laziness. And I mean, I hate to say this, but so many of you, this is why you don't have this. I mean, this is it. This is the one because you just would rather watch Netflix. And guys, you have to initiate. And I've said this again and again and again. You have to initiate. You have to initiate. And I promise you what I'm hearing from you, and it makes me so happy, is you're telling me the stories of you stepping out of your comfort zone and initiating and how much joy has been in that and how many surprises have been in that and how you, you know, life is all of a sudden taking these twists and turns that you didn't expect. And now you're in small groups that you never saw coming, or you're in a dinner club that you never saw coming, or now you know your neighbors and you didn't know them before, or now you're friends with the your kids' parents, or now you're friends with your coworkers in a way you've never been before. And I just would say that is the reward of not being lazy, of taking the initiative is you will have friends. And so that is a trap you've got to avoid. And then lastly, the trap of fear. This is such a hard one. I'm so familiar with it because when we moved to Dallas, I had to overcome it. And so this was recent. Recently, I had to just be brave and I had to put myself out there and I had to tell people I needed them. And I had to say, hey, you're my friend. You're my really good friend and I need you to be my friend. And and just embrace the awkwardness of friendship. And as I did, as I embraced the fear and just did it anyway, those friendships were there. And again, not everyone that I pursued pursued me back or was excited or reciprocated the friendship, but enough did. And I feel like my life is really full with amazing people. And I'm just so, so, so grateful. Lastly, I want to talk about when is a right time for you to walk away from a friendship because there certainly is a time to do that. And I would say, you know, what scripture says is forgive 70 times 7, which is a, basically a, an uncountable amount. You just keep forgiving, keep forgiving. But there are times that you feel like this, this relationship is just stealing your joy, your health, hurting your marriage, even just hurting your mind. And I would say it's okay to set boundaries. There are other books about that. In fact, Lisa Turkhurst is working on one right now that I think I can I can say, well, likely I haven't read it yet, but she told me about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to go so well with Find Your People because it's basically after you found them, how to set healthy boundaries if, if they go wrong, right? If it, And I think that's, that is, you know, I, I joke about boundaries and say we're too quick to set them. But sometimes that's needed. And I want to be clear about that. There are times that that it's an abusive or toxic friendship and you've got to set boundaries. Maybe you see these traps. Maybe you see that 
they are just never pursuing you or you are constantly tempted to gossip because you're around people that are gossiping all the time and and talking about you. There are times to set those boundaries, but first have the conversations and make sure that it's not an issue of just working through something, that they're willing to change. If they're not willing to change after multiple times of you coming to them, and it is a realistic expectation, then I would say it's okay to to move on and to find healthier friendships that might be more life-giving. And again, this is why I'm such a fan of the local church. When you get in your local church, a healthy local church that loves the Bible, that preaches the Bible, and you find people that are gracious and humble and available, that is worth starting over. It's worth finding those people. And you've got to have the right people. There's not a doubt in my mind about that. But you're going to have friends that are sinners, <laughs> and you are too. And so there is just placing that healthy expectation on people. And yet watching together for the traps of how and why maybe you don't have that depth and friendship that you're craving. So guys, this week, we are going to talk about in the next two episodes, we are going to talk to Gary Thomas, who is an incredible counselor and I author. I just absolutely love his books. So honored to have him on. You're going to love it. We're going to talk about the culture of your friendships. And then we're also going to talk about Friday, the 321. I'm going to give you some really good questions to ask your friends and to process with yourself of just what are the traps that you fall into. So hang tight. This week's going to be awesome as we begin to wrap up this season. We're on week 11 and next week is our last week. So gather your friends, start back at the beginning and yeah, get the books and do your book club this summer. 12 weeks. You can do it. So ready? On your phone right now. Open up your text messages and send the word podcast to the number 214-225-6267. You will be in our, what we call the texties. It's our text message best friends that we text and Jenny will send stuff, send videos, send pictures, like exclusive stuff just for you guys. Text the word podcast to 214-225-6267.